Welcome to the Community Theater Studio Podcast. This podcast exposes the past, futures, dreams, and experiences of people in the community theater. I am your host, Gary Kochi. And for those of you who've been following this podcast, you know that it's been a little while since I've been able to post anything, but I hopefully am back on track now. And for those who have just joined this podcast, welcome, and I hope you enjoy everything that takes place here. So let me introduce you to Laura Bongiovanni. Hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, we're doing good, good. Uh, so I have a number of questions to learn about you and community theater, okay? Okay. So let's see how many we can get through, see what peaks this conversation, all right? Sounds good. So what got you into community theater? Well, I would say back in the fifth grade, when I was about 10 years old, our school had a talent show. And now, mind you, I've been very shy, extremely shy my entire life, to the point where I wouldn't talk to anyone in school. I would keep my eyes down. I would, wouldn't have eye contact with anybody, wouldn't speak to anyone. And they had a talent show, and for some crazy reason, I wanted to be in it. Even though I was extremely shy, I just had this compelling urge to be on the stage that I couldn't really explain because I was just so introverted. This is back in the 80s when Michael Jackson was really popular, of course, and Thriller had just come out. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so Everyone's I, doing Thriller. Everyone. I remember that, yes. <laughs> so I watched the Thriller video over and over and over again and learned every single dance move to the Thriller dance. So I auditioned for the talent show, got in, I dressed up like Michael Jackson, <laughs> complete with the one sequined white glove, the beaded jacket, <laughs> the black pants, and I got on stage and I danced every single dance to the Thriller song. And I was not scared at all, believe it or not. I had zero stage fright. Nothing about being on stage scared me. As a matter of fact, I was so exhilarated, the feeling of being on that stage, and it was just an amazing feeling. And I ended up getting a standing ovation, and people were coming up to me, and uh, parents, other kids that would bully me all the time in school were actually coming up to me and just telling me, like, wow, I can't believe that was you. That was amazing. That was incredible. And it was the most incredible feeling in the world. At 10 years old, decided, I love this. I want to be on stage. I need to be on stage. So when I got to high school, my freshman year in high school, I decided I was going to try out for community theater. So I tried out for a play, and I did not get cast. And I was so upset. (laughs) I figured, well, maybe this isn't for me, so it's not my thing, so maybe I'm just not going to do this anymore. And I gave up for my whole freshman year. Then that summer, I I thought to myself, I shouldn't give up. After my very first try, I shouldn't give up. Let me just, I'll come back, sophomore year, try again, and just see what happens. So sophomore year, I tried out for the very first play I ever did, which was a children's show. It was a Christmas carol. And I got cast. I got cast in the role of a bag lady. Oh, okay. (laughs) So, you know, I had a few lines. I had one short scene. But again, it was the most amazing experience ever being on stage. And from then on, I did all kinds of uh, theater in high school. Loved it. Uh, Won some awards and things like that. And it was just incredible. And after high school... I thought to myself, what am I going to do now? 
theater's over, high school is over. <laughs> where I need to still be on stage. So I started uh, looking into community theaters. I found a, a few, and the very first uh, community theater that I ever uh, did anything with was the Village Playbox. Oh, and wow. okay. I got cast in um, Steel Magnolias mm. as an L. And that was my very first community theater role. And it was incredible. Loved it. And I was hooked. And that was it. That was history. <laughs> and on and on to all the other places. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> on and on. <laughs> so in that case, how long have you been in community theater? It's been a few well, years. It's been a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I started again when I was 15 in high school. So it has actually been 20 28 plus. years <laughs> or so. <laughs> so yeah, long time. <laughs> What all have you done, say, within community theater? Have you done anything besides acting? Um, I've mainly stuck with acting because okay. it's just my the thing I love the most. I've helped out here and there with little things like props and stuff like that. Um, I used to do uh, ushering for musicals and things like that. I also do a lot of different um, acting outside of theater, such as B-horror films, like um, what they call a scream queen in B-horror <laughs> movies, things like that. And um, so, but uh, as far as, yeah, in community theater, mainly mainly acting, and I, you know, help out here and there with whatever I can, but yeah, that, that's the main thing. Oh, okay. So what was your most memorable moment in community theater? Is there any one particular moment, or may there have been mm. several? There's probably been several the ones that stick out the most for me in my mind were years ago when I was roughly 19, I played Mary Magdalene in a show. And it was a very dramatic scene that I had. And I remember after the show, there was an older woman that came up to me and she was crying, just tears. She hugged me and she couldn't talk. And I was thinking, oh, God, was I that bad? <laughs> but then she kind of grabbed my hand and she just said, that was that was wonderful. You moved me to tears. And I was just just overwhelmed that that could happen. That was like really the first time that I had been in a show where someone was moved to tears by a scene. And it was just I couldn't believe it. It just felt wonderful to be able to be on stage and to move someone like that was just an incredible feeling so i would say that's probably one of my most memorable moments oh, okay just going back just a little bit to what all you've done i just remembered one thing you have done your puppet master oh my goodness <laughs> in uh Little Shop of Horrors? That's is that what one. you're referring yes, to? Too. Yes, that you <laughs> You did that's not right. do any acting in you that. You are you know what? I, I didn't even think about that. You're right. I um I was in a few years ago. I was in uh, Little Shop of Horrors as the plant, Audrey too. Not as the voice of the plant, but as the puppet. <laughs> and that was so much fun. And, and the big plant. And as the well. big plant. I started out as the little plant and I just had my hand in a little hand puppet under a table. I remember I was hiding under a table with a curtain over it so nobody could see me. And there was a hole in the table and I had my hand in a little hand puppet of the baby plant. As the plant grew in the show, uh, I was, the next part of it was I was in uh, a much bigger version of the plant and I danced and, and made the mouth move and did everything. 
up until the giant version of the plant, <laughs> which was, oh, incredible. I had to be inside this huge, huge puppet. And I almost passed out a couple times because oh, yeah. it was so hot in there. They literally had to give me like a big thing of water in there and a, and a fan and everything else because of how hot it got in there. And I had to sit in this giant puppet with um, a big belt thing around my waist. And I had to a, a harness. harness. It was a whole harness. Yeah, I remember harnessing you in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you, you helped get me in this thing. And... <laughs> And I had to maneuver the plant's head and mouth and make it move in, in, in sync with the voice of the plant. And it was a lot of hard work, but man, was that fun. I had a ball with that. It was something really different. And yes, that was definitely, I'm glad you brought that up. That was a good one. Yeah. So again, that was a good, memorable moment like that. But have, there, have you had any worst experience in community theater? <sighs> Yes. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, uh, the the first one that comes to mind is uh, about ten years ago, when I had just become pregnant with my daughter. Um, I was in a show. I wasn't showing yet or anything. I was in a show, and of course, you know, going through morning sickness and all that stuff. I had to um, during rehearsals. I was constantly uh. running backstage <laughs> and not feeling well, <laughs> but. I started getting these horrible pains in my stomach and I'm thinking, oh, what is going on? So I managed to do one performance, <laughs> uh, which went, you know, pretty well. But the whole time I was on stage, I was in pain. I'm thinking something is wrong. So I had several other performances I had to do the next day. When I woke up in the morning, I was in excruciating pain. So I ended up having to go to the emergency room Missing the show completely, I had to call the director and say, something's wrong, I have to go to the hospital, I can't do the show. Ended up, my appendix was about to burst, <laughs> and I had to have an emergency surgery to take care of it. So I did one performance in excruciating pain the whole time I was doing that performance, and that was the only performance after weeks and weeks of rehearsals and getting ready I had to drop out of the show <laughs> because oh. I had emergency surgery and was laid up in the hospital. So that was definitely um, not a good experience for me. <laughs> Do you remember what show that was? I can't think of the name of it. It was a show about a, um, a father who had Alzheimer's, and I played the daughter, one of the daughters, and I cannot remember the name of the show. Oh, all right. Well, see, it's worst experience. You just put it, yeah. it's gone, put it yep. away. <laughs> Hide it that way. <laughs> oh, so that must have been one of one of your worst experiences. Were there any other bad experiences? Well, actually, there was. During the same play where I had the issues with my appendix, during the one performance that I was able to do of that show, there was an actor, older gentleman, I won't mention names, but in the middle of the performance. I, my character was supposed to be passed out and I was laying on the floor of the stage sleeping. This older gentleman actor who was also in the show forgot his lines, which happens, but he got up, said, oh shoot, walked over to the side of the stage where his wife was working in the wings and yelled out to her, honey, What's my line? What's my line again? 
<laughs> I swear. <laughs> and she was trying to whisper the line to him, but he couldn't hear her. So he kept saying, huh? What? What are you saying? What? So finally, he, he gets the line. He says, oh, okay, thanks. Walks back to where he was sitting, sits down, says the line. And this all happened in the middle of a performance. Live show. That <laughs> Live <performance>. show. Ooh, <laughs> and the oh. whole time, I'm, I'm laying on the floor of the stage. My character's supposed to be passed out, and I'm cringing inside. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, my God, what is going on? Oh, oh. oh <laughs> there that's was, uh, definitely yeah. a moment. Yes, yes, yes. Better moments. All right. Well, wonderful. (laughs) So uh, how did you learn all that you do in theater? I mean, all the acting, would you learn? Or is it just that one time suddenly you got got the bug in in you and you just kept going from there? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much much just from experience. I mean, in high school, I had some acting classes that I took the four years I was in high school. After high school, I took some acting classes also. Um, which helped me a lot just when in the basic learning about theater and acting and stage left and stage right and downstage <laughs> and upstage and all that good stuff. But um, I would say just most of most of what I learned just came from years of experience, just experience being on stage. Watching all the other actors. And watching everybody else do what they do, yeah. Uh, so what might be your dream part or show that you would just love to do? Or have you done it already? I have done a few dream parts, and there are a few that I would like to do. Whether or not that'll ever happen, who knows? <laughs> but <laughs> I would say one of the dream parts that I did do was many years ago, <laughs> um, I played Anne Frank, and it was a traveling theater uh, group where we took parts of the diary of Anne Frank, and we performed it at local elementary schools and middle schools. Hmm. And it was a, it was just a really great experience teaching kids about that part of history and who she was and everything. And that was just, it was really amazing. That was really, that was really special. Um, I also did a part that I'd like to do again in its entirety, but I played the part, this is going to sound funny, but of a dog named Sylvia in a play called Sylvia. It's not a children's show. It's it's a show that's for adults. Very funny. It's not anything where I wore a dog costume or anything like that. It's You'd have to see it to understand it, but it's it's it was really fun. We did parts of it for an acting theater competition, but I've never done the entire play, and I would love to have that part and actually do the whole show. I've also always wanted to do the show Prelude to a Kiss. Ooh, okay. With the and play the part of the bride <laughs> that kind of if you know the show, she becomes an old man. It sounds ridiculous, but I don't know if you've ever seen the show or read the show, but it's basically about a bride um and on her wedding day, she an old man shows up at her wedding, comes up to her, says I would like to give the bride a kiss. He gives the bride a kiss. They switch souls. He basically becomes, he has the soul of the young bride, and she has the soul of the old man. Wow. And it's its a really interesting part. I've always wanted to do that one, too. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, maybe some theater group will hear about this and say, okay, let's do that show. Yes. Laura, come on. Yes, that'd be come great. On. Put my name down for that. 
I'll audition. I'll audition. <laughs> so, what part or show would you never want to do? Is there any particular one you're going? Well, I've heard that. Hmm. Into, hmm, nope. Nope. Hmm. Ain't gonna do that one. <laughs> you brought up a good point before when you mentioned the play Hair, <laughs> where um, I think that's something where you, people are like nude and stuff. It yeah, can be. It can yeah, it depends be. on I how you decide to, to do put that. it in. I don't know if I'd want to do that. Um, I also uh, years ago there was a few times that a director or two has asked me to cut my hair short. Um, or dye my hair like blonde or some other color in order to get a part in a play. And nope, not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've known Laura and I've always known long red hair. Red hair, yeah, that's it. Long that's, red hair. I'm not cutting Laura's... it short. Nope, not dyeing it. I, I'll wear a wig. I'm more than happy to wear a wig, any kind of wig, but I'm not cutting it. I'm not dyeing it. No. <laughs> Are there any other jobs other than acting that you might want to try? Or I mean, like I said, we've acted. You're a puppet master, but is there anything else that you might have liked um, to try? Well, you know, I I love working with kids. I have a little children's entertainment company where I uh, perform as different characters at kids' birthday parties and things like that. So, And I've done a lot of children's theater in the past, so I, I'd love to, to get back into that aspect again, working around kids in, in any way. Yeah, I think I think that that's something I'd like to try again. I, I I love being around children and working with kids and any anywhere where I could uh, work with kids, whether it be children shows or just helping kids in whatever aspect of theater. I think would be would be fun. Okay, so why do you like to work in community theater? What keeps you drawn back to the stage? For, I mean, for me, I would say it's a it's an amazing confidence booster self-esteem booster again my whole life I've been shy I was you know bullied a lot in school it took a long time for me to get over that and as a result I always had a lot of issues with self-confidence and and self-esteem and theater really it gives me an opportunity to be on stage and be somebody else and to become a different character and have audience members you know applaud you for that and it's just such such a great feeling it's just such a huge confidence booster for me and I think that's why I just keep coming back and doing community theater because of that mainly well that's great to hear yeah I have seen you do a lot of different characters yeah everything (laughs) I've had the honor of working with Laura on Mm -hmm. some shows yeah so what is one part of community theater that maybe the general public might not know about well, it's a lot of work <laughs> goes into uh, making making a play. I mean, just everything from learning your lines, and I mean, it's it's weeks and week months. I would say at least two months of hard work. You have to have the time. You definitely have to have the time to do it because it's usually three nights a week of rehearsals, and sometimes the rehearsals can go late. Tech week, it's every night, all, mm-hmm. you know, every, every night, night. <laughs> year you have to be there for rehearsals, getting the costumes, figuring out what kind of uh, look your character has to have and what kind of costumes you need and going out and finding costumes for your character, you know, all the, the preparation and the rehearsing and the, the blocking and knowing where your character has to be and stand and what you have to do on stage. And it, it really is a lot of work. 
Well, then there's rehearsal there, but then also there's uh, studying your lines when you're right. not there. Right. So even when you're not at rehearsal, you still have to be with the script in your hand, studying your lines for hours on end. So it's it's a lot of work, but it's definitely worth it because being on stage in front of the audience and performing is just that feeling. Just it's it's all the work is definitely worth it in the end. Yeah. So what is in the future now for Laura? Anything coming up? Well. Nothing coming up right now because I've had some <laughs> some little surgery issues I've had to go through and medical issues. But um, so I'm taking a, a little break, but I'm planning on coming back soon. Hopefully, I was uh, hoping to do some shows this fall, but you know, again, because of my medical issues going on right now, I couldn't, which is fine because as soon as I'm back on my feet, I'm hopefully back, back on the stage. Back on the stage, and I honestly, I can't wait. I it's been too long for me. <laughs> <laughs> The stage is calling and it's you're, calling. If you're missing. It's calling. It's only been since February since I've been on stage, but it feels like forever. <laughs> well, let's see. Right now when we're doing this recording, it is the end of September. So it's, so it's been, been a few. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been yeah. a little while. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So what would you say to anyone interested in joining community theater? I would say go for it. Do it. If you even if if you feel nervous about it, if you oh you think, well, I don't know if I can act, I don't know if I'd be any good, I don't know if I would get cast, just do it because you're never gonna know unless you try. Don't give up. Even if you don't get cast your first time or second time or third time, you just keep trying because you know, eventually you might and who knows from there. So don't let your fears of doing it hold you back. Just do it. And just see what happens. Oh, oh, thank you. And I'd like to thank the dog. I think he wants to Yeah, he's, he's ready to come down and join the uh, interview. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I am your host, Gary Kochi, And I'd like to thank uh, Laura Bongiovanni for joining me here today. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the Community Theater Studio Podcast. This podcast is currently being supported by the Village Playbox Theater of Haddon Heights, New Jersey. The music is titled Energy and is provided by royalty-free music from Bensound. If you have any comments, questions, or requests, you can contact us on Facebook as Community Theater Studio, on our website, communitytheaterstudio.podbean.com, or email us at communitytheaterstudio at gmail.com. So please join me again next week when we once again talk to people of the community theaters.